The songs we love, the songs we hate, the songs we've never heard. What do they all have in common? Music speaks to us in ways we may not realize. Discover how to use what you already have to get what you really want. You're listening to Power of a Positive Playlist on the OBBM Network. Here's your host, John Chester. Hello, my name is John Chester. This is the Power of Positive Playlist. Thanks for your time. We're, today we're going to tell you a story. I like telling stories, uh, much to my family's chagrin, because we're sitting down at the breakfast table, and I guess I'm getting old, you know, because I'll go, yeah, I remember when, kind of thing. And uh, the kids kind of roll their eyes, and their, their mom leaves the table. And Anyway, but having said all that, uh, I'm going to tell you a story about music, because that's how I process what has happened to me uh, through music, a lot of entrepreneurs have learned that people really grip onto music as a learning tool. And that's true in a lot of different formats. So uh, my story is about uh, something that happened to me fairly early in my career as a music therapist. You see, back in 1997, I had several contracts uh, at acute care post-surgical rehab hospitals. And again, surgery was really different than what it is today. But my job was to do room visits. And it was a dark, early evening, kind of a winter's night. Uh, and I was on my last room visit for the shift. The only light that was on as I walked into this room was those annoying fluorescent bed lights that was over it. And I walked in and looked at this lady that I was to work with. And she was, she was ancient. She was born around the time of Kipling. Oscar Wilde was alive. Booker T. Washington. John Wesley Harding. These people walked the earth. Volleyball and, and football uh, had been created that year. Uh, the first auto races staged, thereby, I guess, creating the first use of the phrase, let's go, Brandon, no doubt. The first cinema is presented, which probably led to an increase of the size of women's purses so they could sneak in milk dud popcorns and, and Dr. Pepper. Nevertheless, she lay on her side, facing away from me in a, in a kind of a fetal position, but not really locked up, but just laying there. And she had this long gray hair fanned out across the bed. See, gray hair is very rare on residents, in a managed care facility especially. It is normally cut short for ease of care, but hers was long, really long. If she was standing, it would have gone to her hips. She was slight of frame. I could see the blood course through her thready veins, and she seemed alone and vulnerable. My job for this type of room visit was to provide an intimate live music session to lightly engage and to have a social moment. She was probably comatose or in a medicated sleep and wouldn't respond. So looking at the at the list provided by the hospital on her religious preferences, I saw she was active in her church years ago. I sat down with my guitar and quietly played some of the old gospel tunes. I started with the old rugged cross, and when the song was over, there was no notable, no noticeable response. And I moved on to the next hymn, In the Garden. Again, no change. The only sound in the room was just the, uh, the telemetry, the machinery, the tech. I did, I'd rather have Jesus. And through her reflection in the windows, I could see uh, on the other side of the bed where she was facing. And I got up, though, to look at her face 
and I'm, I'm looking down and there was no change, nothing. So I reasoned to play one more, then I'd knock off of the evening and I, of course, finished with Amazing Grace. The last chords resonated in the quiet of that dark hospital room. She hadn't moved or, or shown any sign of change. So not wanting to wake her, I, I stood up to leave. And from the other side of the bed came, that was nice, play another, she cackled. I paused halfway standing, you know, one of those things like, I've been caught. I shrugged to myself, and I sat back down and moving the chair a little closer to a bed, I did as I was told. Blessed assurance. The song was over. I waited. Turning to leave, she cackled again. That was okay. It's okay. Play another. As I leaned over the bed to see if her eyes were open, she said almost with a shout, Are you deaf? Play another. I was on my sixth or seventh hymn with her, and she still hadn't moved or even opened her eyes. When that one was over, she said, you got any more like that? Was her first question to me, her first question. You have to understand, when you're dealing with a situation like that, she engaged with a question. She was done directing. She now wanted input. Yes, ma'am. Then play it, play it. You're wasting time. Just play it. Here, I decided that if she could hold a conversation, she could handle something more upbeat. And I played I Saw the Light, which I got about halfway through and she cried out, stop it, stop it. You're playing it wrong. Stop it. Just playing it wrong. Play a different one. (laughs) Uh, I had become like a live jukebox to this demanding self-serving woman. And I wondered if I should open my guitar case for tips. You know, throw some money in for me if you're going to demand requests, lady. So I adjusted my book. I had this big playbook I kept with me. And she asked, um, what's your name? And I said, well, uh, uh, my, my name's Ivor. Uh, and she goes, well, Ivor, can you read? And I said, well, yeah. And she goes, good. And I'll tell you more when we come back. This is John Chester in The Power of Positive Play. It seems like there's never enough time in your business to get everything done that you need to. Searching for the right employees to represent your brand and satisfy your customers was already hard enough. And now there are even fewer options out there. How do you find the right people and keep them? My name is Terrell Tipton with Insperity, and we offer HR services that make your company make sense. Too often, local business owners take on HR activities, wanting to run their business on a shoestring. But that can mean sacrificing revenue-generating activities that allow you to continue to grow and serve your community at the level you want. Call 972-409-4316 today. I'll walk you through Insperity's outsourced HR services and health insurance options and help you come up with a plan that gets the most out of your business and your budget. Insperity provides stability to businesses in uncertain times and has been helping companies just like yours since 1986. Call 972-409-4316 and talk to me, Terrell Tipton. It's time for your business to run better, grow faster, and make more money. 972-409-4316. Call today. One last time, 972-409-4316. 
Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bradas, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. To the Health Engineer Show, I'm Cliff Dupuy, the Health Engineer, right here on the Health Engineer. Welcome back, John Chester, Power of a Positive Playlist. I'm talking about a lady that I met way back in the 90s at a, uh, a uh, surgery rehab hospital. So she had just asked me my name, and she hadn't moved. And I told her, well, my name is Ivor. And I said, so what's your name? And she goes, Pebble. My name is Pebble, my Pebble. I said, wow, that's original, Pebbles. And I started to say until she stopped me, Pebble, Pebble, there's only one of me, it's Pebble. And uh, then she goes, Ivor, Ivor. She goes, that, what kind of name is that? The woman with the name Pebble asked me. Well, sure, Scandinavian, I said. Well then, Ivor, play another one. She said, just under her breath. And I did. And then another one, and another one. And she started to sing. Now, Understand, when I walked in, I thought this patient was comatose, flat affect, eyes closed, totally bunched up. But she sang too now, and she was asking me questions, and she was demanding. And what she was demanding, understand, at this woman who was easily over 100 years old, was boundaries from me. She was demanding how I treated her. She was expecting that. So anyway, as I'm going along, I continue to sing another and another one. And yes, she sang too. And she didn't mind correcting me if I blew the lyrics or sang flat. Flat, that was flat. Are you really, you really, does that how, who taught you to sing it like that? But the music began to be overtaken by something. As I continued to sing, and I was supposed to only be there maybe 15 minutes. I was easily at, at 30 minutes here. And into the room started to come memories. You see, between each song was punctuated with stimulating conversation delivered with a sharp stick from this woman who still had not moved. She asked about my family and told me of hers. See, these hymns triggered memories of attending church in a clapboard building with vine-covered arbors out back where the faithful would meet on late summer afternoons to sing the sacred harp. Then adjourning for picnics on the ground with a box lunch, her little town had people in it. There was like the Friedman family down by the springs that caught 
and sold fish and cooked them up on the barbecue. In the spring, the wind blew the, the smell right up Main Street and everybody stopped for lunch. Their daughters, Octavia and Pearlie, were her best friends and they made corn husk dolls to sell at the county fair. Their mama would use them to ward off evil spirits all around the county and was often called upon to clear off crops, harvest, cattle and houses of the, the locals. As I strummed my guitar, she reminisced of growing up in the deep south, of the print dresses her mom made from feed and flour sacks, and of growing up in the big house at the end of Pecan Lane with her six brothers and sisters. At one point, the night nurse stepped into the room and said they were closing the floor down for the patients to go to sleep. My 15-minute visit was now going on two hours. I got up and moved over to the edge of the bed and, and looked in her face. The taunt skin had relaxed into a gentle smile. She opened her eyes and reached up to pat my face. Thanks for bringing me back, Ivor. I'd forgotten how loved I am, she said in a quiet voice. I thanked her and left the chart on the evening. In her chart... I noted how conversation she was through a bit of, uh, she was a bit confrontational, yeah, but she was mentally sharp, social, and expressive, and I went home to see my wife and, well, my wife, we didn't have kids at that time. Next morning, my phone rang promptly at 9 a.m. It was the clinical supervisor of the hospital. Without a hello or how do you do, she instructed me to drop what I was doing and to come in to correct my charting from the night before. She was not the type to listen to reason, as she was often too busy stating her expectations, her disappointments of others, and looking for the shortest path over others to make a career move. Too much to prove with too little ability. Ivor, she said. You wrote in one patient's chart that they were, and I could hear her rustling the chart in the background, mentally sharp, social, and expressive. Yes, I said, that was Pebble. What a delightful Ivor, she interrupted. Her nursing home charts that Pebble has not been verbal at, and for over 10 years. Wow, that's weird because she talked my ear off last night. Ivor, you need to get in here right now this morning and amend this chart. State inspectors are in the building and this kind of discrepancy could cause us to get a deficiency, she barked. But why would I do that? She had a conversation with me about music during my session. To say anything else would be a lie, I countered. Get in here or you're fired, she said as she slammed down the phone. Not hurrying, but eventually that morning I arrived on the floor and knocked on the shut door of the clinical supervisor's office. She had removed the chart from the nurse station to prevent the auditors from looking at it. The door was flung open and she thrust the chart into my hand without a word. As she started to slam the door, I blocked it with my foot. Looking into her face, I said, I'm not changing a thing until you come and see for yourself. I'm busy, she shoved the door against my foot. Maybe. But I bet the D.O.N. and the therapist administrator would love to sit in and see how you want me to falsify patient records, I countered. Snatching the chart back and slamming it on her desk and walking to Pebble's room, 
I picked up my guitar as we went by and we both entered. Hello, Pebble. It's Ivor. How are you this morning? She said nothing. The clinical soup leaned against the door with her arms crossed, which is body language. A bit nervous, I said, so uh, I'm going to play some more songs for you. And you'll find out what happens right after this. John Chester, Power of a Positive Playlist. Ready to feel great? Core Frequency Therapy in Grapevine uses transdermal ozone through a Hockett ozone sauna. Combining 10 different technologies simultaneously, the Hockett Ozone Sauna can be used once or multiple times each week for optimal detox and cellular recovery. Burn up to 600 calories each session. Core Frequency Therapy boosts your immune system, increases mental clarity, and destroys cancer cells. The Hockett Ozone Sauna eliminates bacteria, viruses, and fungi and detoxifies heavy metals from your system. Enjoy increased blood flow, oxygen levels, relieving pain and improving quality of life. Book a session at Core Frequency Therapy today and feel better tomorrow. Call us at 817-382-1499. That's 817-382-1499. How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy, and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today. That's 469-450-7350. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business. And we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for you, local business, and we've got your back. And welcome back. John Chester, Power of a Positive Playlist. Going to be wrapping this up about Pebble. Because this story is important about our boundaries and our control and when it finally is too late to really establish those. So anyway, I'm in there singing to Pebble with this clinical supervisor who was very doubtful uh, and angry. So I continue to sing and Pebble was doing nothing. So I sang to her another hymn And I could feel the iron stare of the clinical soup on the back of my head. Amazing grace, nothing. Love lifted me, (laughs) nothing. 
The supervisor waved me off and started to leave until a voice cackled, Who's that? Who's she? Well, that's the clinical supervisor. She wanted to um, uh, verify my charting from last night, I stuttered. Get out, Pebble spat. Desistant, leave my room. I have nothing to say to you, and I don't have to speak to anyone. This is between me and my therapist. Taken aback by the ferociousness of Pebble's remark, the clinical supervisor stood bolt upright, nodded, and backed out of the room. After she left, I turned back to Pebble. You okay? I said quietly. She took a couple of deep breaths and arranged herself. I'll talk to whoever I please, thank you. And I don't have to be nice about it. They left me here alone to wait for the Lord. And I'll do what I want while I'm waiting. Letting the room reset, then she said quietly, I've Play when we all get to heaven for me. All four verses. Yes, ma'am. And we sang. I had to look at my Baptist hymnal. She knew all the words by heart. And we sang another and another. You see, Pebble believed she had lost everything. Her family, her church, her friends, her house, her life, her rights. The only thing she felt she could still control after all that loss was who she decided to talk to. And after a while, she wanted to talk to no one. The music got behind that facade and opened her up. Instead of hiding the life she knew, she began to share it. When Pebble was Moved back to her facility at her request, I followed her to sing and listen. Over time, the staff told me she, they, they never heard such stories flow from her and how she eventually invited people into her room to visit. With all the devices used to help Pebble, she remained in her room. However, a piano was moved just outside her door for resident staff and visitors to stop and play some music. With the increase of notoriety, other therapists came by to work with her. OT, PT, speech helped her to sit up in bed and look at her visitors. Sunday morning, local churches crowded in the hallways to sing and hold services right outside her door. Children's programs were adapted and given up and down her hall. Her neighbors seemed to enjoy the attention and showed improved social involvement as well. With her newfound popularity, she still made time for me. And we sang. When others came to sing, she'd let them for a while, then shooed them off to have some personal music time alone. Now, now Pebble had control, but it was no longer toxic and isolating and hopeless. She was social, encouraging, and engaging. She made a choice, and that choice was for everyone around her. We have that choice, too, to isolate or engage, to, to blame or to heal. Eventually, Pebble passed, and it was in her purview of control the way she did it. I heard she leaned back in her bed while a resident family was singing hymns at the piano. She left. She improved the world even after stating, after starting it over 100 years old. See, you're never too old. It's never too late.
you can still make these changes. You don't have to go, gosh, I'm, I'm 30. or I've, I've had people, kids, tell me, that, you know, they're 25 years old. Oh, I waited. I, I've, I've missed it. Really? Remember Pink Floyd? Uh, and then one day you find 10 years have got behind you. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. Well, I'll tell you what. The starting gun happens at various ages for various people. The beauty of it is there's not just one gun. There's not just one race. You can have any dadgum race you want. And you could go in there and be involved with people and, and make a restart, make a reset. And you use the right music to do that. And you'll be unstoppable. Pebble, again, was about 105 years old. And she changed. And that change resonated. And every once in a while, I run into people who were the kids that would knock at her door and sing to her, and they would tell me stories about it. Be the type of person that tells those stories to others. It makes a difference. My name is John Chester, and the power of positive playlists. You can find me at the regular uh, social places, Facebook, Instagram, and of course here on the mighty OBBM. This is the power of positive playlists. Thank you. Listening to Power of a Positive Playlist with music therapist and life coach John Ivor Chester on the OBBM Network podcast. Power of a Positive Playlist airs each Monday and Wednesday at noon central and 5 p.m. central on OBBM Radio in the Offbeat Business app or get the OBBM Network podcast on demand in podcast directories everywhere. For more insight or to book John for speaking or hire John for your therapeutic environments, go to IvorChester.com.